good to be here and I am so grateful for the hospitality I've experienced this morning. Um, I hope that Reverend Schuyler is getting the rest that he needs and deserves. Um, before I um, begin, I just want to say that I'm going to be rushing to the airport shortly after I'm finished. So uh, I would love to hug you on Pride Sunday um, because I will be back uh, to share words with you then as well. I'd like to call your attention this morning to some characters that have some seemingly different circumstances. Now, if you are a Bible fanatic, you might have your defenses up and not be willing to hear me out at all. But my prayer is that you and I can take a journey together and trust that we are going in the same direction. I want you to come with me to the south side of Chicago. There is an amazing show that I encourage you binge watch and it's called The Shy. The synopsis uh, that Showtime gives us is that on Chicago's south side, an average day finds kids prepping for school as their parents head off to work young adults trying to make a living, and the elders keep an eye on things from their front porches. This synopsis leaves out many elephants in the room. Chicago's South Side has a complicated reputation. It has a reputation of being a violent place where crime is frequent. But what I love about the show and the place itself as we've seen over the past few months if you are a poly junkie, uh, then you know what is happening right now in Chicago, and it is hopeful. What I love about the show and the place itself is a wonderful story of resilience, where kids get free hot dogs at block parties, where teenagers and young adults learn Chicago stepping, where black elders enjoy special <clears throat> spiked lemonade. Now, I want to be clear around my working definition of resilience. And my working definition of resilience comes out of the work of Francisca Porchas Coronado, Mark Anthony Johnson, and Prentice Hiphill. And here's how they define resilience. Resilience is not only surviving or bouncing back from the harms caused by our current socioeconomic systems. Resilience is about taking the time and committing ourselves in our work to the project of building enough bandwidth to feel what bleak possibilities are in front of us without altering or withering our relationship to joy, possibility, purpose, and making meaning. All people deserve a relationship to joy, to possibility, to purpose, and to making meaning. You mean to tell me that black and brown bodies deserve to feel good too? You mean to tell me that black and brown bodies deserve to enjoy pleasure too? To let their guards down too? To enjoy a nutcracker every once in a while too? 
A day to lie on the beach unbothered, a chance to enjoy the refreshing water of a busted fire hydrant. All people deserve a relationship to joy and possibility and purpose and meaning making and dare I say pleasure. The Shy chronicles this resilience powerfully and it takes us on a journey with three kids that become adolescents in the face of terror and violence. And these kids, their names are Kevin, Big Papa, and Jake. After Jake is attacked by the police, his former drug-dealing, high-powered foster dad turned mayor of Chicago defunds the Chicago Police Department. I really hope you all decide to binge watch this show. Duda, the Chicago mayor, provides an exceptionally large amount of cash flow to a local community center, the Rock Center, that is run by Tracy, a mom whose son was lost to gun violence. Together, Tracy, Trigg, Jake's biological brother, and a local pastor organize their community to take calls and show up in times of violence. Tracy and Trigg go together to take their first house call from a couple who fight often. And when they arrive, they put themselves in harm's way to de-escalate a violent and a heated situation. No one is killed. No one is arrested. Instead, Trigg looks at the male character, the perpetrator of violence. He looks him in the eyes and he says to him, I know you. And I have problems at home too. I should be at home, but here I am saving you. The male character says, you don't know me. And Trigg says, I do know you because I am you. Do you need a ride? Do you need a place to go? In the meantime, Tracy holds powerful space for the female character in the story, alongside a teenager that the couple, are, the couple are raising together with little to no money in their pockets. She offers resources to the couple like therapy, whether they decide to stay together or in their relationship. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. There is a version of the Beatitudes that is written by Neil Douglas Clotes. And that particular uh, translation reads, blessed are those who plant peace each season, for they shall be called children of God. There's the Beatitudes and the story of the Sermon on the Mount that is the next important thing we should consider together. The crowds come to hear Jesus preach. In a character analysis exercise that was created by some really powerful religious educators at United Women in Faith, they ask about the crowds that show up to hear Jesus' sermon. They ask, who is here and who is named? Who is here and who is not named? Women, children, the sick, the grieving, the curious, the lonely, the depressed, those in despair, the day laborers, people who are broke and in debt, 
people who regularly experience violence, people who are prone to a life of crime and violence. Jesus begins to say to the crowd, blessed are you in emotional turmoil. You shall be united inside by love. Healthy are you who have softened what is rigid within, for you shall receive physical vigor and strength from the universe. Blessed are you who hunger and thirst for physical justice, for you shall be surrounded by what is needed to sustain your body. Blessed are you who from your inner womb birth mercy, for you shall feel its warm arms embrace you. Blessed are you who plant peace each season, for you shall be called the children of God. And then he really starts to get subversive and he says, renewal when you are reproached and driven away by the clamor of evil on all sides for my sake, then do everything extreme including letting your ego disappear, for this is the secret of claiming your expanded home in the universe. For so they shamed those before you, all who are enraptured, saying inspired things who produce on the outside what the spirit has given them within. In other words, Jesus is saying rebel. I wonder what it must Admit to hear Jesus say, blessed are those who plant peace each season. They shall be named the children of God. I wonder what it must have meant to hear Jesus say that as a child in the crowd. Can you imagine? I can only imagine feeling heard and seen and respected. We are thousands of years forward. And beloved, we still live in a world where many adults don't hear, see, nor respect children, especially poor children, especially black children, especially trans children, especially children with learning disabilities. So imagine being a child in the crowd on that day, hearing the Sermon on the Mount. Imagine a man speaking to your very humanity and essence, saying it is the peacemakers that shall be elevated into childlike status in God's eyes. Beloved, we are coming into the summer. And often in the midst of the free hot dogs and the sounds of the ice cream trucks and the busted fire hydrant tradition, there is the threat of violence looming over our heads, working to steal the resilience that we and our children have worked so hard to build. What does it mean to be peacemakers in a time of violence? What might it mean to see people, to make people feel seen when all they want is food and a cup of ice water? What might it mean to see people and make them feel seen instead of strangling them to death in broad daylight? What might it mean 
to empathize with a couple or the co-parents having an altercation on the bus, knowing that this city and this state is not funding the social safety nets that poor families need and so desperately deserve in this season. What might it mean to consider one's own privileges often and to fight for everyone to have them? Beloved, I should pray that you find ways to make peace this summer. If by way of busting the, the fire hydrant, if by way of empathy, a smile, giving away the sandwich in your backpack or a bottle of cold water, and I pray that in doing so, you feel in touch with your inner child and all the beautiful, loving children that you know who teach us what it means to be more fully embodied, more fully connected to play, and more fully human. Peace be with you. <laughs>